In Good Company, the podcast. Welcome to the season's exploration of light bulb moments from God, from others, from life experiences and random moments. This season, we're talking all things revelation, all things dark moments, and most importantly, all things. I wish I had realized that sooner. Or how about, well, here's a thought. Or, I've never really thought of it that way before. I mean, it's a familiar occurrence in my life, but I've never actually taken the time to put it in sequence and consider how it happens and why it keeps happening to me. This is the podcast where we talk about it, whatever it is. We will cover it here. Because I've noticed, myself included, that most people go through their lives only ever observing and thinking about stuff, but never really voicing it out and actualizing it, turning concepts and thoughts into actions and real-life scenarios, through which and upon which we can realistically actualize our lives. You're listening to another episode with me, your host and humble servant, Sabeliwe M. My Damascus moment. Let us talk about the day I came to Christ. What a day. (laughs) What a moment. In fact, what an experience. Now, before I proceed, I'd like to take this moment to bring to your attention that I did not plan this particular moment leading up to this day, nor did I have an inkling that it might happen. I don't know about you, but I haven't always been a huge fan of the gospel. In fact, I remember trying my level best to show other people that I could in fact do all things through my own strength and be better than them even though they claimed to be empowered by God. And I succeeded extremely well at this until I didn't. Needless to say, I wasn't getting the point of following Jesus. As smart as I claimed to be, I totally missed the mark on this one. So I was in my second year of university, and at this point I was sinking down under. Well, approximately... All my life, I had totally undermined God because, well, even though I knew that what I was doing was an attack on God, I still carried on bravely in my ways. Unlike most people who just choose not to worship God, I, on the other hand, made it a point to show others that God was an unnecessary factor in one's life. In fact, if you just stop being cowardly, lazy, and helpless, you'd have time enough to dig deep down within yourself and find the strength to make things happen for yourself. Furthermore, I had proven time and time again that I could make things happen without ever uttering a single prayer to God, asking Him for help or guidance. I depended on things such as my smarts, my physical appearance, my power of persuasion and many other things which I've since let go of. But point is, I was set on persecuting God, just like Paul. In an extreme form, I was set on 
convincing people that it it didn't matter whether he existed or not because well you don't need him in fact how about you stop praying and start working and oh boy was i wrong i just cringed thinking about how wrong i was and how many people i may have convinced to follow my way because well you never know who's watching and why they're watching So here I was using everything that I know has worked for me before and having it do more damage than good. No matter what I did, no matter how much I meditated, worked out, put on makeup and stylish clothes, or went out to clear my head, nothing worked. I bought self-help books, I attended seminars, I watched TED Talks and still nothing. I even went as far as journaling and pursuing new hobbies, but I just found myself going to a deep excruciating depression. And today, sitting here, I realized that I wasn't depressed because I was losing stuff, but I was depressed because the god that I depended on all my life was strangely failing. I was no longer god over my life. I no longer could sail through life as the master of my own fate and well If I can't do it, then who can? And so I fell with nothing to hold me and keep me from falling. A month passed by, and then two. Then I woke up, and it was six months later, and I had lost everything I ever built. I lost the past eleven years of my life in a matter of months. I had no cure. No did I have a diagnosis. I was still all that I was, but I had nothing that I always had. I will not even start to describe how I felt each moment of each day, for I'm not even sure if I was mentally there to take note. The final straw was when I lost my scholarship. Now this wasn't any usual scholarship like with most things in my life I had positioned my journey in a manner which I saw fit for my personal goals and being a part of this scholarship aligned so perfectly with my future goals in fact if I didn't have this scholarship I wasn't sure if I'd be able to achieve what I aimed to achieve it was just what I needed to make it The day I read that email, I literally fell. I felt the walls close in on me. I remember I opened it on my way out because I planned on buying a few items. Needless to say, I had to sit down. I just sat there on the wooden floor, heart hurting, eyes as dry as brown grass during winter. At that moment I had lost so much I no longer cried about it. I just hurt. I piled up all the hurt together and just let it sit there. Untouched, unattended. I moved on and I hurt. That's all my life had become a pile of hurt. And I was okay with it. At this point I was used to it. For the first time in my life I had become the victim and I no longer cared what happened. Simply put, I'd surrendered. 
Then, as with most things in my life, even to this day, I soldiered on. I told myself it'll be okay; this too will pass. So I got up and went on with my plans. While shopping for perfume, I had a thought come to my mind, which I quickly brushed away. See, in this season of my life, although I wasn't into God, I was very much into learning about the consequences of demons and how. There was, in fact, a dark world that seeked to rule the world. So, needless to say, I was afraid. I had no hope of ever making it out alive because, well, I am a great person, but not so great that I could slay demons. The only other person I knew who could, in fact, slay demons was, and I was strongly convinced about this at this moment, really, really angry with me. This would be God. So there was no chance that I was going to humble myself and say sorry. I don't care how much he thought I needed to; I just wasn't. So even when it hit me that perhaps it was time I tried to find a way to get to know God by reading the Bible as a way to show my humility and gain His favor, I quickly brushed it away and went on with my business, which was trying to drown my sorrows with a bit of retail therapy. I bought all my favorite things that day and went back home singing because, well, I'm tough like that. I went to check on my sister, but she hadn't returned from my lectures, so I went upstairs to my room and placed my plastic bags on my desk and slept. I was sleeping contently when I suddenly felt something wake me up, and it was and still is the most spiritual day of my life. I can confidently say that on that day. All of heaven was set on welcoming me home. It was an appointed event on God's calendar, and that day, that day was special. On that day, He was set on gaining my heart back. So I woke up and went straight to my laptop. It felt like an out-of-body experience. It was like I was hearing and feeling things in a heightened manner. I heard and felt that I had to open my laptop, even though there was no audible voice to direct me. So, I went straight to YouTube, and my eyes just landed on a particular video, specifically the one video that I had been watching for the past two months, but never being able to finish it because, well, I'd always open it at night, and I'd scare, I'd scare myself senseless because it talked about demons and how the enemy was fighting to rule the world. But this time, this time I knew that I had to finish it, and so I did. And at the end of the video, there it was—the message God had been trying to get to me for the past two months, and certainly all my life. Repent. Repent. Repent and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. In that moment, I fully surrendered, and it was a special and magical moment, which I hope to one day talk about, God willing. After that, the Lord proceeded to direct me in what I should do next, and it's been an uphill journey ever since. I gained more than just a God; I gained God, and with Him came more life. Than I could ever hope for. I've never lived as I live now. I've never felt, seen, understood, and known so clearly as I do now.
I'll forever be grateful to God for choosing me first. That day was my Damascus moment. I was granted the opportunity to choose him back and end his waiting. I pray that he'd also lead you and the ones that you love to their Damascus moment. God bless you. Talk soon.